Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast, Moving in the Shadows. We're your host, Ben. I'm Charles. And you got Mike Fowl. And folks, we are excited for today's guests. We're excited for all of our guests. All of our friends are really cool. Uh, we have singer, songwriter, YouTuber. Uh, he had a hit album in 2011 called Red Roses. This is my announcer voice right now. <laughs> Red Roses charted top 10 on iTunes and number 13 on the Billboard's Heat Seeker chart. That's tight. Damn. Um, back in the day. Folks, we got AJ Raphael in the house. Yo, yo, yo. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Welcome, yeah. man. Welcome. This is your Thank first you. time at the dojo. It is. It is. And um, watching you guys kind of grow into what y'all are now whether it's on youtube or tv and then with the dojo now it's just really cool and and it's cool that it's really great that there's a physical thing to show kind of the i don't know all that you guys have accomplished for yourselves and for the community too Word. You know what I mean? Thank so you know it is really, really cool to well, be here. Well, I, I just learned that you helped, you contributed to our Kindy Go Go. Oh. So <laughs> yeah. if you didn't do that, we might not have this. Hey. Thing. <laughs> Thanks, I mean, you know, you at the t- for sure, for sure. I was, I'm all in support of the dance community in general. Um, you know, my sister Jasmine is a dancer. Yeah. And uh, yes, shout outs. And uh, yeah, I just want to support in any way that I can. I don't think the amount was very, very big, but you know, yeah, I just wanted to, to also show, show my fans that I, I was also giving as well, well and spread yeah. the platform, uh, spread on the platform. So yeah, it's cool to be a part of it in a little way. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? In I might a buy way. a water. So man, you know, we, got, we gave you free water, man. Oh, thank you, you. you get a free wow. water for get, donating. My to God, thank you so much. Kirkland's finest. You know? Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> very giving over here. It's Merry the holiday Christmas. season. Um, but dude, man, yeah, let's get into it, dude. Um, give us like the the one on one of AJ. Like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? And and that whole that okay. Whole so business. yeah, the roots. Uh, yeah. I wow, I was born in 1989. I'm I'm probably around your guys' age. Yeah. Um, I was born in Pomona. And uh, I grew up in a town called Moreno Valley. Yeah. That's in the Inland Empire, the IE. IE, everybody. The desert. <laughs> the desert. It's straight up desert. Um, and I spent my last couple years, actually, we moved to Riverside um, probably the last seven years. Okay. And I just moved out of my mom's house. Whoa, congrats. Making moves. Congratulations, um, brother. Yeah, so I. I mean, there's there's a lot of reasons for that, but one one big thing is is my family is so important to me, yeah. and um, you know, not only culture wise, right? Because um, I feel like Asians will never want to kick their mm-hmm. kids out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my I have two younger sisters, um, Jasmine. She's a year and a half younger than me. Uh, Justine, uh, she's studying musical theater right now. She's ten years younger than me, and when um, Justine was only six months, and I was ten years old. Um, my dad passed away, mm. wow. and uh, that was just kind of a big thing. We'll probably get into all that later, uh, but that's just kind of like the beginnings of me. Like ten years old, had to kind of be the man of the house all of a sudden. Wow. You know what I mean? Yep. And yep. Uh, my other sister, uh, or my sister Jasmine, she moved out um, in like early, like 2009, 2010. She wanted to pursue dancing, and she knew she couldn't do it in the IE. Mm-hmm. She had to do it in LA. So it's me my littlest sister and my mom 
and I am taking care of my little sister and taking her to middle school wow. and start taking her to high school every day. That's and crazy. my mom is a nurse, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of Fili- my Filipino friends, hey, our moms are nurses. We appreciate you for taking care of us. Yes. yes. No. And her, her job and story is amazing and she's been through a lot, but, um, I don't know, kind of had to step it up. So the move recently is because my mom just got engaged. What? Yeah. Congrats, mom. Thanks. She just got formally engaged. Uh, But earlier this year, she was telling me, she was just like, hey, I I think I'm going to get married. And I was like, whoa, that conversation had never happened before. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. Um, And then then I just felt, not not that the weight was a burden, but it just was just like, cool, now I don't have to necessarily worry about my mom, you know, being alone or sure, whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Even though, like, she's independent and probably doesn't need me, but she, you know, it, it was it was really great to hear that. And then I was just like, yo, I feel like I've got to be in L.A. Every one of my friends I've met over the years yeah. are like, why do you live in Riverside? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've always, like, had them come out, like, an hour and a half to visit yeah. me. I have to, like, I'm like, I'd have to bribe them almost. I'm like, hey, let me let me get you some gas money and I'll get you dinner. Yeah, Come through. They don't yeah. realize how far Riverside is yeah, until they yeah. drive. You know, y'all have been, right? It's oh, far. yeah, we've been. Yeah, it's far, yeah. it's far. It's far. So, you know, that's kind of just like my family life from, from then on till now. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Thanks for sharing that, man. Yeah, yeah. for it's sure. Already, it's already it's very all, real. It's, it's all part real. of the the journey. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, yeah, speaking of the journey, so uh, at, at what point did you find music to be the thing that was your thing? Man, so I, I started playing piano at a very young age. So. Um, my, my dad, like, he, we, I had private teachers, but he would teach me other things that uh, my teachers wouldn't teach me, like, you know, rehearsal, uh, like the the drive to rehearse you know mm-hmm. he's he was always rehearsing so so context my dad is a pianist uh he was a composer a songwriter um a conductor so, wow. so him and uh, him and my mom uh he she was in his choir and they had this choir called sanlahi so i'd go to different churches all the time because he he didn't really like stick to one denomination i mean we're we're catholic and we were like raised catholic mm-hmm. but Every Sunday he'd play at a different church, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and like it didn't matter, like Baptist, Methodist, yeah. born again, um, and he would just play music. That was kind of his religion in a way, yeah. You know, so music was a big part of me growing up, and I, I always went to the choir shows. They do, um, they do like Christian music, but they'd also do like secular music, mm-hmm. a lot of Disney stuff, mm-hmm. and grew up kind of with the choir background because my dad was always teaching the different parts, you know, mm-hmm. soprano, alto, tenor, bass, and his choir and stuff. Um, so fast forward a little bit, and, you know, when he passed away, um, my, I feel like my mom could have easily been like, yo, maybe we should not, like, encourage music. Because, mm. like, for a long time, too, uh, I remember before he died, he was, um, he was, like, trying all these different jobs. Like, he was trying to be a bus driver for a week, wow. um, trying to... Uh, he was working at a gas station for a little bit, you know. I feel like maybe in his mind, and I, I never got to ask him or anything, but like he, he probably wanted to provide more for us, you know. And my mom tells me later when I'm like 15, 16, she's like, you know, your dad didn't really want you guys to do music as a profession because wow. she was the one kind of providing mm, most wow. of the, you know, everything for our family, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, so when when my dad passed away, 
I don't know. It, it just felt like the legacy of his music and stuff was meant to live on with like me and my sisters and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I literally played at his funeral and like my mom was, you know, still dealing with the choir stuff. And um, she did tell me that she wanted to move to Australia with her siblings. All her siblings migrated to Australia. And she, mm-hmm. she moved to the United States uh, for her first husband who passed away as well. This is all kind of heavy. I know. Wow. It's kind of wow, crazy. Bro, this, this, is not, okay. you know, this is the this space is the for good it. stuff. I want to know space. every... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, me I mean, more. that's... Yeah, it's part of why, I don't know, you know, me and my family have this really, really strong bond and me and my mom and, and why I stayed there so long. You know, I'm almost 30 and, yeah. you know, still doing the thing. Um, but yeah, so so after that, she, she had the decision to want to maybe move to Australia and we stayed here, thank, thankfully. And uh, she she let me continue to have his keyboards around, and I'm messing around with music, and I'm learning wow. music in that way. All the sheet music he had, I'm learning all these things just by myself. I didn't want to have a piano teacher anymore, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, at 15, I think is when I picked up a guitar, and that kind of changed it for me, yeah. where it wasn't just like piano music and church music and Disney music. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a whole new world of music. And I just started writing my own songs. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that's, and uh, correction, I was 14. So, because I remember it because MySpace was going on. Yeah. <laughs> MySpace. And I, yeah. I fell in love with this girl who I met online. Wow. So it was crazy, dude. There, do you guys remember the website uh, Rate a Picks or yeah. Find a Picks? Yeah, yes. I remember that one. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember Find a Picks. Dude, <laughs> it was, it's kind of weird now. You're rating pictures and like you can only talk to them if you um, rate a 10 on both. Anyway, I'm like all young. And like this 40, is the beginning of dating apps. So right? It's just bringing me back to all the times that I talked to girls on Find a Picture. <laughs> yeah, they had a message system going on. They're yeah. like ahead of its time. You yeah. know, I met this girl. She Jeez. lived in San Diego. Her name was Polly. I wrote my very first song called How's San Diego, Polly? Wow. Yeah. Sick. It was, it was nuts. Whoa. And, um, you need to hear that one. That's next month. <laughs> You're gonna I'm going to find that one. Put it find in the show it. Notes. It's on YouTube somewhere yeah. probably. But we went to Warp Tour. You know, at that time, it was like pop punk music is like my anthem, you know. And I was all about like Newfound Glory and Daphne Loves Derby and all these great bands they used. Um so we we invited her and she loved that music too and uh yeah we're like in the middle of a mosh pit you know like meeting for the first yes, time like yes. having our our moment yes if you know what i'm saying amazing That's and sick. uh yeah i don't know it was a weird time it's crazy i i do remember it because it was such a big moment because i'm like i write about this girl you know this song gets um recorded on this 24 track recorder that my mom bought me that recorded straight onto CD. My friends know this song. I get booked in San Diego because of this song um, as an artist, you know? Um, so I had a lot to owe, I felt like, to Polly. Mm. Um, so meeting her was really great. We didn't end up together or anything. Um, I guess we're still like friends now. Yeah. It's been so long. Um, June 7, 2004. So. Wow. Yeah, that was wow. like that was her birthday, June seventh, and she wow. turned sixteen during that time. Yeah, and that yeah. that date actually, June seventh, it carries on to um, I released Red Roses my album. It didn't have that song on there or anything. Um, the the date, the optimal date for that project to be released, 
because uh, we got a distribution deal with Target and like oh. all these really cool things. Um, and I, because I was, I'm indie, you know, super independent. And um, we kind of got this mainstream kind of distribution deal with Target because they thought I was going to sell like Bruno Mars and Forest Movement. <laughs> they ended up returning a lot of product, but oh. like they, it, um, the optimal date for that release was June 7th. Wow. So yeah, it was just cool. I was just like, oh cool, and probably a little shout out for totally for that song, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, that started me. And it was just, it's just four chords on uh, the thing, and the chorus was a different four chords, and um, and it was all because my my aunt and uncle, who their musical, my whole, all my dad's siblings are all musical, mm-hmm. which is wow. cool. Um, all the uh, her, all his sisters who are still alive, they all sing at Hope Church. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, it was a big, big musical family, and my auntie Lucci and my uncle Jing, uh, they bought me guitar for the first time, mm-hmm. and that's when I discovered, yeah, a totally new instrument, and yeah. I wanted to get drums after that, and I bought a drum set. My mom got me a drum set. Like, my mom was so supportive of, that's like, so sick. me having musical wants and us spending money on, mm-hmm. on music, yeah. you know, just so I could learn all these things, and I learned yeah. the bass, guitar, drums, and... Did you uh, did you finish high school? Uh, yes, I finished high school, and uh, I played the I played a Green Day song at graduation. You know, Sick. I was like that guy, like Heck yeah, the, in assemblies and stuff. Yeah, they always would like have me. I wasn't in ASB, I wasn't in the student body or anything, but I'd still be the spokesman and like getting people hyped up, and I'd sing during assemblies yeah. and stuff and sing the national anthem. Uh, but I also I also felt weird about it because I wasn't like a like an R and B singer. Uh-huh. You know, I was just like. I felt at the time I was like, like a rock guy. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So, but it was really, really cool being kind of that dude in high school, that everyone still knows to this day. Like they're still like really cool and and keep up there. And I was in the yearbook for like most likely to be famous, you know, like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. Um, I'm sure it's really just like the most charismatic people in high school who get that award or whatever because mm-hmm. they just see that this person like is cool with the attention and stuff yeah. you know i'm cool with sharing my my gifts yeah you yeah. know so high school was a fun time for me and i um i applied to cal state fullerton that was the only college i applied to and i got rejected i didn't do well grades wise in high mm-hmm, school mm-hmm. i had a blast yeah but um yeah and i was always i was also the one with all with the digital camera so yeah. i'm the only one who has like all our memories. Whoa. This is when that stuff is just first coming out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, high school was great. Um, college, went to RCC for a little bit, Riverside Community College, study some musical theater, and that's another passion of mine mm-hmm. um, that I've had in the even in the last couple of years, rooted from college. Uh, and then I ended up going to Berkeley College of Music because it was audition-based yeah. and not based on grades. Yeah, yeah. You know, so Sick. it's like, I was like, okay, this is... I feel good about my chances here. And mm. I attended this um, this songwriting camp for a week, uh, which I met my now guitarist, Andrew Rim, at the time. And uh, he's still in my band till this day. And we both got accepted into Berkeley, and I moved to Boston for a year. Whoa, tight. And this is when YouTube started offering partnership money, mm-hmm. uh, ad revenue to its, its users. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... While I'm at Berkeley, I'm filling out this essay on why I should be eligible to, to have, um, to be able to have ad revenue, and uh, I got accepted into the partner program. Apparently, back then it was only three thousand people, yeah. uh, three thousand 
you know, creators. That wasn't even a term back then. Um, so I knew I was making money off YouTube every month. And while I'm at Berkeley, I hate the snow. Like I hate <laughs> the blizzards happening. I yeah. hate, um, I hated also kind of being away from my family and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I thought Berkeley too was going to be one of those schools. Like I watched this music movie called raise your voice and it had like, uh, Hillary Duff in it. And, it's like she gets accepted into this music college and everyone's jamming and stuff when she gets there. She, you know, like, so you're ready for that. Like right? a guitar, someone has a guitar and then they bring their instruments. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's join in, you know? Dude, it is not like that. It was not like that. Like, especially this college. And I, I love this college. And, you know, they, they still consider me an alum, an alum even yeah. though I didn't graduate. Uh -huh. um, but they, you know, it's, it's buildings mm -hmm. on the streets of Boston. So our campus is like the street. And yeah. They had this weird thing called the beach where it was just a block of people who would smoke there. And it was just like weird, not like not what I expected. Yeah. Mm. So I started yearning and for a community and wanting to make my own community. Mm -hmm. And I'm always used to, before I went to college, uh, I put together this choir inspired by my dad who had his own choir yeah. um, called the MVCC. It was called the Moval Concert Chorale. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just like 16 of my friends who sang. And I taught them parts like the soprano, alto, tenor, bass part, like how my dad did uh, yeah. back in the day. And uh, so I had this choir and I'd have jam sessions all the time. This choir became like 20 people, then 30 people. And we'd go caroling and stuff every year. Then I went to college and I had lost all that because I didn't. I'm like 19 at the time and I expected a big community here towards the end of like my second semester in Berkeley and you're unable to declare a major too until your second year. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm leaving. So I got to make as many friends as I can who are just down a jam in classrooms that we could, we could rent classrooms every night after session was over. Yeah. Um, from like 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. Mm -hmm. and we'd be in there jamming and this is when like blog TV is coming out. I don't know if you guys remember that streaming site. I think so, yeah. so it's like Ustream and blog TV and blog TV was oh, yeah, more I remember of like, Ustream for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So uh -huh. blog TV was very similar and that was also ahead of its time. That yeah. was like the Instagram live back in the day. Right. People had usernames and stuff and little avatars. And I kind of had this community who's watching me and then they'd, we'd always stop into like Gabe Bondock's channel, um, Jeremy Passion's blog TV channel and we're playing live. And then I brought that to my classroom and I already had had fans by this point, you mm -hmm. know, from my space yeah. and even, even YouTube at the time I was, I was doing, doing well enough to make ad revenue. And I'm bringing this new mindset to these students who are taught in the mainstream way and I mean, musicians in general and artists, we're like all, you know, perfectionists. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, my space and me being grown up in this in this kind of YouTube era where I'm just putting shit out there without really. Of course, I care about it, but it's like, OK, well, it's time to surrender this because everyone needs to hear this. Mm -hmm. And it's just like instantaneous things that you can later delete if you want to. But mm -hmm. I was all about putting out content. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so all these students who are new to that because the teachers are teaching them something totally different who are like 
be you know diligent about what you release and release it in this way and mm-hmm. make sure it's copyrighted all those things i didn't give a shit about all that yeah. stuff and i was just putting stuff out and kind of telling my fellow students like yo we need to get out of our heads because it's not really about us like the music mm. you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like we can create it for a certain reason but once it's out of these four walls someone else is going to take it and interpret it in their own way and need it in their own you know kind of in their own way yeah. yeah. Right. So that that's why music is so great. It's such a universal language. Yeah. Right. So taking that culture, and I mean, of course, now, now, like the strategy is to do everything yourself yeah. and like release stuff and mm-hmm. and do it consistently and things like that. So I I feel like now looking back at it, it's like I was maybe too ahead of my time because these people weren't even really. Re- I had like small select group of friends, and mm-hmm. a lot of them were not responding to the way that I did stuff. I think even now when I meet like people who don't think in that way, they're very still resistant mm-hmm. in the YouTube kind of uh, quote unquote strategy or like that mindset yeah. or always posting mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, you know, it's, it's hard to, y'all, y'all know when you're making a dance video and stuff yeah. like to forever, you could forever work on it mm-hmm. yeah. till the end of time, <laughs> 80 yeah. times, 80 takes, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think I was really lucky to have that mindset to get me to where I was at at that time and to get that, to, to get to where, where I am now with like, I don't know, just being, I don't really put music on a, on a pedestal really, Mm. even though that's my thing, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I just kind of want everyone to enjoy it Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I think it is good to be obsessed with your art for sure. Um, and I think there maybe are some consequences to me not being so obsessed. Mm. But I, I really, I, I, I'm having fun while doing it, I think. Yeah, I love that, man. Um, wanted to go back to even the school thing, because, uh, I mean, you know, we have a, a, tend to have like a younger listening audience that may have a lot of questions um, in regards to school and college and all that kind of stuff. Like, do I need to go to college uh-huh. and all this other stuff? And I love hearing people's perspective on on things like um, schooling, and uh, for yourself, knowing that you already had this drive for music and that you wanted to make that your your everything in terms of what you wanted to pursue, right? And so going from you know junior college to or community college to Berkeley music and and kind of pursuing something that you knew that like. Um, this is what I am going to do regardless, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's really important because I think, well, maybe I'm sure this t- this day and age is a little bit different, but like, you know, for myself growing up, um, I'm sure like a lot of us where there was just this traditional, you go to a four-year university, you, you know, get some sort of like business degree and then you open up a business or, and then you just make money. That's, yeah. that's the, that's the American dream. And, yeah. um, it's so great to hear stories where it's very unconventional in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. like, even your pursuit in education, it's not that you didn't go to college or whatever, but you had a very, uh, clear path and a very, you know, just, you were, you had your direction. Yeah. And so um, from doing that to, um, you know, like, yeah, you, 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 you mentioned that you just naturally were into the new technology, whatever was out, like you're into, whether it's a Ustream or a blog TV, the digital cameras. And I think it's really dope that you were able to um, simultaneously use those, those tools, you know, with the, 
with what you were studying and what you were doing, what you were pursuing music, right? And because I think that's something that um, some people can be like very one sided. Like I'm really good at this, but I'm I don't even know about any of this. Like cause I I tend to be that way. Like yeah. when when social media first came out yeah. and like Instagram, I'm like. What is this? So you just post like your food pictures? I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I know. I'll just post my food pictures, you <laughs> pictures know, and like, of, like random things. Yeah, and all the while, like you know, I'm I'm over in like Las Vegas is when I was still with Jabberwockies, and you know, we're doing our thing, and and I'm just looking at all even like YouTube. I'm like, what? Like, what is this? I'm yeah, like, some yeah, of this yeah. stuff's cool, some of it's like stupid, and and I never really thought about like it being utilized as a tool that maybe if I had, um, you know, kind of looked at it in both ways well you know we're doing what we're doing and, and utilizing social sure. media at the same time maybe things could have been different but i feel you on that for sure yeah i, I got on i got on the bus late is what right, i'm right, saying right, right. you know what i mean no i feel you in, yeah. in a way even though i was on the social media bus or whatever you know like this new kind of digital thing i one i guess regret that i have is that i didn't take advantage of it like in a way where i was thinking it like a business mm -hmm. you know i never looked at myself as a business until uh, this guy, Daniel Kim, who does my merch, Merch Labs. Oh yeah, Deep Fried and Daniel. Deep Fried Daniel, yeah. until he really made me look at it. Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> he was literally like, it was kind of reality, I was like, this is how much money you could have been making in mm. the last, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Oh wow. So like, so that thing too, I, I also have that, uh, where you kind of wish you were doing a certain right, thing right. while this thing was happening, you yep. know? So I had it going with the social media stuff. I was just not taking advantage of maybe some of the opportunities that traditionally, like like the traditional way of doing things like like merch mm -hmm. and like, you know, the way that you encounter brand deals and things like that, you know, yeah. that wasn't a thing for me in my mind. Yeah. I was just like, I'm just gonna make music, make videos and play some shows and that's gonna be the way I'm gonna mm -hmm. make money and not monetize in different ways, so. Yeah, I totally. I mean, so you being a part of that like first gen YouTube like content creators and like like you said you you were kind of one of the first to get like you know getting grandfathered into all that stuff when it was like on and popping right um, and there was like a community from like you know the Ryan Higas to yeah. you know what I mean like Kev Jumbas and stuff like that that were doing it. Um, can you like kind of walk us through what that was like to kind of be kind of considered of the community of like that first gen YouTubers uh -huh. like what was that like yeah looking back on it now it's it's even cooler to think about mm. you know back then we were just all just kind of like uh in the moment taking it in and and playing these shows sometimes we'd get like screwed over with payment but we were like whatever like it's all good you know <laughs> yeah. and, like did you play for this person you know like uh, did they pay you this like we're all figuring yeah, it out yeah sure we're throwing out random ass numbers of like what to get paid mm -hmm. you know like we don't know relatively what sure. that is you know so all in the while having fun building this community you know um doing collaborations with like wong fu productions mm -hmm. and and people who didn't necessarily do music too you know and bring and we were all kind of part of these events like jk films would be invited to like host an event mm -hmm. that me and Kathy Nguyen and like all these people were singing at, you know, and it was just this thing because we all kind of had the same fans. I knew at some point that this really kind of golden time for us and like this fun time would not be as magical anymore. And it came at a time, maybe it's like 2011, 2012, where we're all starting to do our own tours. Like I remember seeing David Choi do a tour like a legit yeah, tour yeah I and i was that. just like whoa this is new mm -hmm. it's like oh he's doing things that the way artists 
yeah, real artists yeah, should be doing, yeah. you know? Saw like Clara C doing a legit tour, mm-hmm. you know, and these people doing these traditional things. And I kind of felt lost because I never had identified with that kind of artist. Yeah. I was always wanting to just be like with the people and like do things my way. And mm-hmm. um, even when I had put concerts on back then with my choir and I'd invite like Tori Kelly and Victor Kim and these people to be guest mm-hmm. uh, hosts and judges for like this talent show I was putting on. Like I would rent the venue with like my own money. You know what I mean? Like everything I did was like I wanted to... I don't know if it was necessarily a control freak thing, but I was like, I, I need to do this alone. Mm. You know, I need to do this with my own kind of money and, mm-hmm. and do these things. So I remember when that started happening, I was just like, whoa, this is crazy because now we all, this is a wake up call. We all have to make money and start paying bills because we're actually adults now. Yeah. We're like 20 years old, 21 years mm-hmm. old. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's kind of when I felt like the community, not disbanding our, our mindsets or how close we are, but just like, physically being together all the time yeah you know i felt like there was a a whole year and after this was after i left berkeley of playing shows every weekend and seeing what like some of my youtube friends every week you Mm -hmm. know whether it was like andrew garcia or you know i played a lot of shows with poriotics in the in the beginning (laughs) you know when it was just y'all three yeah and like i just remember seeing everyone so often Mm -hmm. and and in random places like san diego and stuff and like maybe the bay you know what i mean so yeah man it was it was really great i'm feel i'm grateful that i am part of the first wave um i'm i'm more grateful that i was able to like inspire a second and third wave sure you know what i mean like seeing where um like people like say joseph vincent or jason chen who kind of came like after Mm -hmm. us you know Mm -hmm. and and maybe we had helped set that path you know, like mm. me and Jeremy and Gabe and stuff like that is really cool. We're all around the same age, but there's, you know, we're all different For journeys sure. and stuff, For right? Sure. So that I'm, I'm even more grateful to be a part of that. And, and even till now, you know, mm-hmm. um, because there was a point too, where I was getting so tired of, of it. Mm. And I was uploading videos all the time. And, you know, I had done some really cool collaborations with some really, really talented people. And uh, in 2014, um, I was playing some shows. Um, a personal event had happened in my life where I had to step back and be like, yo, I'm turning into this person who is not only taking um, or is 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 using like the the power that I have as like a celebrity mm-hmm. or like uh, someone who's who has influence mm-hmm. and not only sharing doing stuff on my platform for good. But then I'm meeting like girls and stuff and like doing these things that was not, um, okay, basically I was in a relationship and I cheated on my girlfriend. And that was just like the big thing where I was just, I stepped back and I was just like, okay, this is not who I am, Hmm. Hmm. you know? And this is, is this because I'm in this place where I'm able to have the opportunity to like be in like in a room with this girl who's not my girlfriend mm-hmm. you know what I mean like that was going through my mind and mm. I was like okay I need to step back and this is and and I know y'all know like that is kind it it kind of is a normal thing hmm. but like when that when that happens I guess 
and we we just kind of normalize it in a way. This talk is turning into something all different. It's all good, man. <laughs> it's, I love it. When it it kind of is normalized yeah. in the industry, sure. right? Yeah. Like you you assume a musician is going off with groupies mm-hmm. and stuff and doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. And when that happened to me, and I was just like, and it was to to my girlfriend at that time, um, who was my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. I'm just like, all right, I need to step back. This is not who I am. And mm-hmm. I took a long, long look at myself and I wrote this letter and I was like, y'all, I'm, I'm tired of, of making content right now and, and doing this thing, like this grind. It's wow. kind of, and, and at this point, I'm also tired of even like meeting fans and stuff. Like hmm. it, I, it's, I'm like half smiling in the meet and greets. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing things. I'm seeing my friends take off and be super duper successful on on these traditional like mainstream shows like Oprah and you know I'm I'm seeing these people that I used to collaborate with yeah take off and they're on the radio now and I start comparing myself I'm like this is not healthy for me anymore mm-hmm. personal life and being just like an artist all these things started crashing down and I felt like now I now I do look back at it and saying and I look and I'm like okay mentally like my mental health was not in a great mm. place at that time mm-hmm. I, I had never been able to say I was depressed or anything or like had some kind of mental issue mental health issue um, until I look at it now and I was like dude I was going through some crazy shit and I was I typed all my feelings out into this letter and I gave it to new media rock stars, um, Benny Luo, who run, runs that site. And yeah, you know, he does yeah. mostly like Asian mm-hmm. American things. And I was just like, here's a letter. I'm going to give it to my fans. I'm stopped doing music indefinitely. I'm going to have my last show. So I had, I had my last tour. I went to the places where I loved my fans the most, mm-hmm. uh, the, or the fans' energy, which was Philippines, Guam, Hawaii. And then I uh, had a show in San Diego. Cause wow. that was where my first show was mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I owed San a lot to, to, yeah, San Diego, how San Diego poly <laughs> and, uh, had my last show. Uh, a big thing for me was a lot of my friends showed up. My friend, Tori Kelly, who was a, who was becoming this bona fide pop star. Mm-hmm. She was part of my red roses album and she had still come to that show and be a part of it. And wow. that meant a lot to me. Yeah, and I was wow. just like, it really validated me. Someone like that, who obviously she is a really great friend of mine. But at the time, too, when, when you're, like, collaborating with someone like that, you, who you know for sure is going to go off and be this mm-hmm. amazing, super successful person, it's, it, it kind of gets hard a yeah. little bit, you know, real, real talk, you know? And um, so the fact that she came to that show and I was just like, cool, I feel good about my music life, man. I've done, I've done, I felt like I've done more than, like, a kid from the IE could do. Mm-hmm. And I felt... Like, I felt able to let go. So that was in 2014, man. I had not played a show, like a show show um, of mine until the beginning of last year, 2017. So I had was still doing talks and stuff Mm -hmm. because I'm like, you know, in the community, I'm like this integral part of like the new generation of Asian American the new generation yeah. right and and of these like game changer people or whatever who like did these things so i'm still doing this i'm still talking as if i'm doing it, but in reality i wasn't even doing it anymore mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean 
um, during that time of 2015, 16, 17, I'm like rediscovering my love for theater and musical theater sure. and stuff. And I just didn't want to do music in the way that I was doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. But obviously, still me doing something musical, still me playing for church and stuff, I knew that music was in my blood yeah. and I'm not going to be able to escape it and that I truly do love it, mm -hmm. you know? So I came back not embarrassed or anything. I came back, I mean, that was kind of a long hiatus, three years. Mm -hmm. um, I came back thinking like, sweet, this feels right, you know? And I'm not in a place where I am uh, happy or I'm not happy for my friends. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be happy for my friends who took off and yeah. did all that stuff and not ever be jealous. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that anyone in any industry, including you guys here, like you can see a video that you post and you see another video of someone posted or whatever. And even if, and especially if that person is not your friend and especially if you don't think that person is that good or is as good as this video, yeah. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That stuff gets to you yeah. and it's like a constant reminder of something that really doesn't exist because you're your own, yep. you know what I mean? Like yep. you're your own artist and you, you will touch the people who are meant to be touched by this yeah. certain yeah. thing. Yeah. And that took me a while to get to, you know? And, and then looking back at my, my mistakes in my personal life and all this stuff. And I felt like I was in a, in a better place. And now, yeah, now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm truly, truly back in it. Cause two months ago I released my first song since 2014. Wow. First original song, yeah. you know, where I always felt like something that I'm really, really proud of that I wrote that was not a cover song. That was something that my fans could celebrate again. Cause they all, all that I was playing at colleges was like my Red Roses stuff yeah. and my old things that people really wanted. And now I have something new and now I have something to like, yeah, either like be inspired from and, and write more, mm -hmm. you know, or just chill. It, it It's right now. I just want to be happy, man. Yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. weird. Yeah. It's really good. It's really weird having yeah. the, the, the grind, the hustle mentality and then going into, well, maybe this isn't it. Like, yeah, maybe that's not what it's about. It's mm -hmm. really about you being content in your yeah. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So um, I want to ask, man, so um, that hiatus, that, th that three-year hiatus, um, what were you doing for yourself uh, to, I guess, kind of um, unpack just mm -hmm. all the stuff that you had mentioned that you were, you know, tired of and things that you, you know, weren't liking about yourself and um, how did you unpack that? How did you kind of um, cope and like kind of heal through that? Did you have like mentors that you were kind of talking to or anything sort of like that? Yeah, I think a lot of it was I was able to spend more time with family and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I met a new group of friends um, who we played basketball together and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not very good. But like I would, I'm not I would good either, man. I yeah. Suck. But I love the community aspect of yeah, basketball, yeah, you know. Sure. And I've been hanging around with musicians forever, yeah. You know, and none of them 
or a lot of them don't even like sports in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like to have people to talk about basketball because I was a big Lakers fan since I was a kid and my hey. dad was a big basketball guy and I actually just found out recently that he hated the Lakers. We would just watch <laughs> the Lakers cuz cuz they were on. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the whole time <laughs> he so he funny. loved the Lakers and I was like I love the Lakers cuz my dad <laughs> like, and so, I hate the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I I'm found out from my fan. best oh, yeah. from his best friend. Uh-huh. He, liked he, the he posted on Facebook he was like, "Hey, your dad was a Clippers fan." I was like, <laughs> it was crazy but uh the the basketball thing and my best friend since third grade one of the guys who helped me um you know sell from a fanny pack my cds and stuff i'd buy in and out for if he sold every 10 um he was the one who was he was always helping me with my shows and stuff Mm -hmm. and carrying the keyboard on the stage and things like that he was a big basketball guy so i felt like okay this is a way for me to connect to him mm-hmm. in his way mm-hmm. you know and then i met this whole new group of these basketball friends and so i think i wasn't in the time like let me let me try to heal mm-hmm. in that time i think i was still was not looking at it like as as me aj broken mm-hmm. in a way you know i did write that letter kind of out of guilt mm-hmm. and also being tired yeah but i i still had a sense of like you know, pride, like I'm not broken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still me, mm-hmm. you know, even though I did face it, I was at least self-aware, but sure. obviously there's more steps to yeah, take. Right. Totally. Um, so during that time I had the opportunity to do this, uh, thing called music directing. And it's basically what I have been doing with my choir at church, but in a professional background, uh, in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so a theater hired me called Performance Riverside in Riverside to music direct one of their musicals. And it was a young, it was Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. It was a very, Sick. very hard piece. And it was uh, like teaching music um, to these people who are getting paid, you know, and these actors Whoa. who have been in it for a long time. And I had to uh, be the musical director for uh, these two actors who were part of the union the actors union is is uh in theater is is called equity like mm-hmm. you're you're an equity member wow and i was being i was so scared and intimidated and i was like this is crazy i don't know if i can do the same stuff that i'm doing at church like for these people and mm-hmm. you know they're all white you know what i mean so i'm just like okay this it's a different layer of all these things like this is gonna be hard yeah and i got through my first show and it was amazing and fulfilling so I got offered to do the next one. Wow. And so during that time, I had a music directed four shows. Wow. And it was just like four like big musicals, sure. you know, yeah. and stuff that like my mom would come to and be so proud of and be like, wow, you helped all this. You were part of the big picture. You know, it was their director, music director and the choreographer, you know. Yeah. So it was this new kind of world for me as well. And I think through that, um, I got to really find my love for my actual music again. Um, because in a way it was all great and so fun and all meant to be, but I was still doing other people's music. Yeah. Mm. And that was, I was like, okay, well I can still do this maybe with my own music Mm -hmm. and, and feel and kind of combine the two. Mm -hmm. Um, but also found my love as an actor, um, as well. And last year, um, I was in a show as an actor singer in Boston at American repertory theater, which is one of the, um, one of the top like uh, regional theaters mm-hmm. in the states, 
like uh, waitress finding Neverland have all come out of that mm-hmm. that theater. So I felt really cool to be a part of it. But I know a, a lot of that is part uh, is an Asian director. Her mm-hmm. name is Jenny, and she she told me this, and she said. I couldn't do this show if there was no representation of myself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I know that too is a timing thing. It's like, cool, here I am, an Asian American who loves theater, who submitted a tape and is different from all the theater people. I have plugs, I got tattoos, you know, yeah. who was ready to be in this as a new person and it all worked out. So I found a lot of things in the last four years that have fulfilled me. That's dope. And not just the music grind or you know, the meet and greet grind or the, yeah. the YouTube yeah. and things like that. So now I can do my stuff for YouTube and, and really not look at it as as a strategy or something mm-hmm. to work because, yeah, in the beginning it was all organic and fun. And then in the middle it's all like, oh, we got to work mm-hmm. because we got to keep it up. Yep. There's constant pressure from fans. I not was nonstop, so I had to take a longer break. I kind of wish sometimes we had nine to five so we could – specifically take our weekends off to not dance to not do music but we don't because people look at our job too and we probably do too and it's like this is fun what we do like they're like yo singing you're privileged to sing for a living you Mm -hmm. just dance for a living that's Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah but the truth is exactly yeah like yeah oh you must be a dancer (laughs) (laughs) um, so (laughs) they're, they're just like they look at it and we do too yeah. that we don't need breaks yeah. you know so wh- when it all came crashing down for me I was just like yo I'm exhausted and I'm not, I need to stop doing anything yeah. Yeah. and then now I have like a true balance I feel like I'm still figuring it out yeah. my girlfriend right now she she just moved in Sick. we've been together for two years and Congrats. she's a planner thank you she's a planner and very structural person mm-hmm. <laughs> you know sense. what I mean yeah, and yeah. I am like I need to go to an audition or do this or whatever mm-hmm. and leave without cleaning the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. So like that's an adjustment, you know, but yeah. I feel like a better balance in all things in life. Yeah. You know, that's good, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you talk about that, that time of your hiatus, um, yeah, I love, I love how, uh, yeah, like it, there's a, it doesn't have to be this plan of like, okay, I'm going to do this. And while I'm doing this, I must do this you you just kind of fell back into what felt natural and what felt good for your personal rhythms to like play basketball with the homies sure. and, and just do things to um just get back to yourself right and um that's also really cool cuz i mean bro yeah life is life man we make our mistakes we regret our you know the things that we've done and then and, and it can go one of two ways. You can let you can let your um, mistake and your disappointment just eat you up yeah. and and just beat you down to the yeah. point where um, you just can't get out of that place. And uh, I mean, we hear about all the time people getting depressed and you know all sorts of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? And it's such a real thing. And um, it's so encouraging to hear that um, though you could have went to a place like that you uh resorted to like just you knowing like i just need to get back to everything that feels good and comfortable family yeah. friends yeah um all the while uh you know because my other thought was like well i mean music was your livelihood you're playing these shows that's how you're paying the bills so yeah. the question would have been like oh, well, how are you paying your bills you know <laughs> but like you obviously 
didn't lose your talent for music. Right, you just right. used it in other ways. Like, well, I don't need to rock shows. Let me just go direct a show. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It, it's dope to see that, like, your fire and your your brain never shut off. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, it wasn't right. just like, oh, I'm sad. I just want to just go into my room and crawl up into a right, ball right, and right, never right. come out. It's like, no, I just need to take a step away from this. I need to go find myself again, and I'm yeah. going to go do it by doing what feels natural and good. Um, I know how to pay my bills. I still got my skills. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have my the skill part of it totally. Yeah. And and like I love that. Um, man, you're 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 painting a really good picture of um, just somebody who's very self aware, and um, and and though you're human and you have every right to feel and to hurt and to you know think and all that other stuff. But knowing like, hey, I still have my responsibilities and I still got to make things happen. So I'm going to do what I need to do as a man to right. keep that stuff going. Right. And then to get to a place where like, you know, you recently put out music again. And yeah. <clears throat> like to think about that period of time, because um, again, that <clears throat> that's something that I can relate to as well, that solid three years that you're talking about. I was like, yep, there was definitely like a <laughs> three year thing for me too, wow. where I yeah. had to uh -huh. really uh deconstruct myself mm -hmm. to um have an opportunity to have it be rebuilt so um and is this recently yeah kind of, yeah, yeah like this is like 2014 when i was when i moved oh, back to yeah. la from i left gabawakis yeah. in mm -hmm. vegas in 2014 and um that whole period from 2014 to like yeah, like 16, 17, like I found Kinja's, you know, in 2014 yeah. when I came back, but that was, man, I thank God for Kinja's because I feel like this was a huge part of my healing process yeah, and, yeah. and and having some real brothers and solid friends to stand by you as you kind of go through yeah, a process yeah, yeah, and sure. just be there to be supportive yeah. and, and, and remind you of, um, here's everything that we see that's awesome about you, just to remind you, you know, not sure. not not to say that like I'm feeling like I'm worthless, but it's just like, hey, you know, just want to remind you, you're good and great in these ways, yeah. and we see that, and we just need you to know that we yeah. recognize that and we appreciate that, and it's like, wow, that's really helpful, you know, and so yeah. like having the communities is super important. Super you guys important. really have a lot in common. We do. <laughs> this is my long lost brother AJ. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys become best friends. <laughs> I know. Are we besties now? <laughs> Yeah. Favorite dinosaur, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Brontosaurus. <laughs> um, yeah, that's crazy, yeah, man. Crazy. I mean, we we kind of attract the the rule of what is the uh, rule of attraction? attraction. Yeah, law of attraction. Law of attraction, yeah. dude. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we all go. We all have our things, man. For I sure. think that's one thing I've I've learned, and you know, even my the my the petty side of me, right? When I when I look at other YouTubers and stuff, and I'm just like. That's kind of corny what they're doing, <laughs> but we don't really know what's behind the, totally. the scenes, yeah. Yeah. you know. And there, there's so much more probably mm -hmm. that we don't know, and maybe there's not, and and maybe they're fine with that at the end of the day, yeah. Mm. You know, but I know that I couldn't live like, I don't know, just doing things to do it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Me personally, especially knowing like what my mom has been through and what my family and and what my dad had gone through in his life. Yeah, and I know you guys relate to that too. Yeah, it so. feels like there should be like a purpose, you know? Right. There has to be like a purpose and an intention because we've been doing this for so long that right. we just know when things come up for us that uh, have the capability of being whack. 
You're just like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't want to do that. I would have done that maybe like seven years ago. Sure. Yeah, you know, but yeah. like nowadays, it's just we just try to find try find things that connect with us with where we are now. Right, right. Because sure. we have to be intentional with our energy now yeah. as we get older, mm-hmm. because we won't have all the energy to do all these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think that I am an older person. Like when I when I think back, like I still feel very youthful and stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But I do. You know, as where you were saying earlier, like I I have been through a ton. So like what I really want to do is just like share that with people and let yeah. them know that like they're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it is like losing a parent or being the man in the house or or being a, an independent entrepreneur mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, all these little things, you know, I think we all that that's part of part of my purpose. So yeah. I feel like I'm going to be able to do that for the rest of my life. So I feel like I'm still meant to live on this earth. Totally. You know what I mean? So whether I discover new things or not in, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in different musical ways or whatever. So, so with, with that though, so um, with art and commerce, that's the, the, the balance that we all struggle with, right? Putting out authentic work um, that we feel good about, that we want to stand behind and trying to do that as consistently as possible. Um, and then, needing to pay the bills, you know what I right. mean? So um, what's your approach in terms of um, that, like maintaining that sort of balance of your artistic integrity and, and it being work? Yeah, it is very hard. So uh, this, <laughs> the beginning of this year, um, so I took that hiatus seriously where I wasn't doing much on YouTube. And then so this year I was just like, well, I need to make up for that. Yeah. And I, uh, I did a thing called January. And I posted Sick. a video every single day of Whoa. January. Oh, that's a lot and of you know, a, a lot of people can do vlogs and things like that. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying like what I did was way harder, but you know, you could send it to an editor and <laughs> but yes. do it for you. <laughs> like, you know, the, whatever. Yes. We're here with like me. I was doing a collaboration with a different musical person wow. every day. Yeah. Damn. I did like two solo videos, and. I had not stacked them properly. I decided I was going to do January the last week of December. And I was like, what an idiot. I filmed like two videos in advance. One day I'd get ahead three three days. And then there was one day where I was like, I don't think I'm going to have a video for today. <laughs> you know, like, it was just like intense. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually ended up cheating a little bit. I gave up Sundays. You know, that's the day of the Lord. There it it's is. All good. <laughs> um, so, we yeah. still, so we still put out 28 videos. And... Um, it was me, me and, and some friends who had helped consistently, but there are some days where I was doing it old school YouTube yeah. style, you know, yep. still setting up the, the, the thing ourselves and stuff. So that kind of, that actually burned me out a little bit. Oh, and yeah. uh, since then I've released maybe like six videos. <laughs> 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 but I'm doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what I learned in January is there is a certain balance between quality and consistency. And at the end of the day on YouTube, while people are so successful, uh, either if they suck or if they're great is because they're consistent, mm-hmm. right? So like consistency wins on any platform because of that platform, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they want you to be on that app f- forever. Yeah. And they want your users to stay on that app. So like the algorithms will work in a way where they see you being consistent. They're going to put your video at the top of the search results. Mm-hmm. They're going to make it more relevant to the users who are watching you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially if you... 
it's all about like uh, the attention rate too, you know. Yeah. So they they can see how long you can see yourself if you look on a YouTube channel how long people are watching and mm-hmm. stuff, and all that stuff matters. So what I had learned with all these videos is that like even the light being on a certain part of my face and us taking an hour to figure out the lights doesn't matter to some people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I learned little things like that where it's like people just want to see content. You know, but then there were those projects where I was like, I really do care about the way the light goes on this because this is a track that I recorded um, that is a cover that means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of injected a lot of both of those things. I I had that kind of careless attitude where some were just one take and we're like, I think we got the take, even though we messed up on a lyric (laughs) or Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. we got the take. Let's upload anyway. And then there was there was still some videos there where I cared about every single shot Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, that was the the pull between quality and consistency is that's when i realized it's always going to be there mm-hmm. and you have to pick and choose your battles yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's like care about the videos that you want to care about you know what i mean and then because some of the ones that and, and even <sighs> some of the ones that you don't care about are the ones that are going to go yeah. viral yeah like the one one the one that got the most hits on that in that month was this a video where we lost the footage of two other angles? Oh damn! And we were like, "Oh shit! All we have is this diagonal footage. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it out, anyways." Yeah. And we put it out, six million views, Whoa. like up to now. It's a cover of my one. Of, it's a cover of one of my old songs, "Without You," with uh-huh. this new artist from the Philippines. Her name is Moira De La Torre, and it was just stripped down raw. Yeah. And I think it reminded people, like, "Yo, we don't need all the fancy production yeah, and stuff." Yeah. You know, sometimes. We just want to hear the raw exactly. vocals and emotions. She was sick that day. So it was a lot of lessons I learned, man, from January. I'm going to do it again yeah. this year, but I'm doing it every other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm recording, in January. I'm recording half of the videos yeah. in two weeks. You oh, know, So I'm going to be cool and efficient and diligent about all this stuff. And So yeah, doing crazy experience like that, I mean, I encourage like anybody who does who wants to do this for a living or mm-hmm. like anyone who does creator stuff to like try something that challenges you like that mm-hmm. you know whether it's like writing a song every day you know out of those 10 songs that you write in 10 days one of them is bound to be good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and something that will that can last you past that can last past you right you know like once you upload it it's there forever yeah past when you die so like when you think of it like that you know I don't know. Things happen, and I, uh, in the last year, I've gained I've gained over one hundred fifty thousand subscribers Whoa. with the work. And I was never about that. Like I was never about like I need to get subscribers and mm-hmm. stuff and all yeah. this stuff. I actually saw a plateau, and I was like, I'm I'm cool with this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I was at the same number for like four years for that four year thing, right? And I saw it grow because of the actual work that I put in mm-hmm. in January. In January, That's you know, wild. <laughs> it's it's. It's so rewarding mm-hmm. yeah. in that way when you're doing something for work that is fun and then you, you're you doing it consistently mm-hmm. and you see numbers, which yep. is what the businesses care about, which is something that us as artists don't nece- shouldn't necessarily care right. about. Mm-hmm. But when you see that happening and then the, the big brands or whatever, when they start paying you for brand deals and stuff, they care about those things, yeah. you yeah. know? So it's cool to have a perspective from the quality side, but also from the consistency side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes okay. a lot of sense, man. Um, what is your definition of success? Um, 
I think I I've always felt like the platform that I have was kind of given to me for a reason mm. and I and I, I of course I credit myself for building it you know um, but in the beginning people were just coming it was new and, and doing all that and for me if you use the platform that you have especially nowadays everyone has a platform mm. you know there's things called have you seen the article where it's like the micro micro influencers where like brands are going to start giving products to people with 1,000 followers? Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. <laughs> it makes sense. That's pretty cool. You know, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, like yeah. whatever. Everyone's an influencer. Everyone can have influence. Yeah. If you are using your platform for good, yeah. then I think that you have done a lot in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I can look back and I can say that. You know, when I look at all the things that I put together, where whether it was like bringing together pe- people together for music or for raising uh, awareness for autism and or mm-hmm. all these benefit concerts back in the day, I was just like, I've always wanted to use it for more than me. And there are times where you also have to look at yourself and be like, what is taking care of, of me? Mm-hmm. You know, and self-care and all that stuff is so important. But if if you're looking at something bigger than yourself, I think that is success in its own way mm. i don't know that's the only thing that kind of comes to me i feel good about my life like i feel like if the world had ended tomorrow mm-hmm. i would feel fine mm-hmm. about where i am mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and of course i want to keep striving for more sure yeah. that's always great but the world's ending tomorrow so <laughs> but the, yeah, so exactly so i mean we gotta be, gotta be content okay. we gotta yeah. be okay you know yeah. so yeah i i i feel like my my purpose and and it starts with family right like mm-hmm. how you know we we're looking out for our siblings and for our parents and stuff that all comes from that because it's bigger than just me like when i was young you know taking care of my little sister and like holding her and stuff and like mm-hmm. even if i was annoyed that she was crying a lot i'm like well i'm the only one who can hold her right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. you know what i mean this is not about me yeah so yeah i it's it's all in in what I've grown up in and now realizing it now as I, as I talk to you guys now you know like I'm in a good place with my girlfriend and we've been through a lot as well yeah you know a lot of like things where we thought we were changing we're so different yeah. we thought we were changing each other but you know it's all out of love and but us then learning communication to like really get to the root of these things and um, I would never have looked at a relationship like that seven years ago or five, five, six, seven years ago and seeing my family, my mom is engaged, you know, yeah. she's, she just got proposed to. And she said that was the first time she's ever been proposed to on, on like down on one knee, what? you know, like, so like, it's just like little things like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. You, you look at life and I don't know, all these things, all these, these things are, are little tiny successes yeah. that add yeah. up into your life into your journey dang it's really good man it's really good good. it's cool though because we have two talks because charles uh messed up on the (laughs) (laughs) on the recording so it's my fault no it's okay somewhere it's it's on a video which which may be a separate thing that may be released but i feel like (laughs) it all happens for a purpose too and maybe this is what they needed to hear whoever is listening and maybe that other talk was just for us 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Good. Who knows? Yeah. But everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that too. That's 100%. kind of one thing I, 100%. One thing I, I live, live behind. Yeah. 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 I feel that too. Well, man, uh, if we could, we want to get in some lightning questions. All with right. You, man. Cool. Yeah. We're done with the heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There might be some heavy lightning round questions. Who knows? <laughs> I know. I might start. Right. <laughs> I'm a talker, man. Yeah. I, no, I, I love it. I love I, it. These yeah. are my, these are my favorite. I say this all the time. Whenever we get into these couch conversations where, it just goes, and I don't really have to like look down at these notes because, like, cool. yeah, we're already on a good flow. Yeah, and we're it's going. It's going where it's supposed to go. I think that's what's important. Is just it goes where it's supposed to go. Cool. But we got some questions. We're gonna fire these off. So we're gonna lightning round in three, two, one. Greatest singer songwriter of all time. Ooh, Jason Mraz. Ooh, wow. favorite CD of all time. Oh, um, I have two. Backstreet Boys, Black and Blue, and then uh, Newfound Glory, Sticks and Stones. Whoa, wow. nice. If you were to have a movie title for your new life after your hiatus, <laughs> it's, the movie title is called AJ Raphael. Da 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 da. What is it? It's good. Um, chapter two. Oh. Woo! Still the beginning. Favorite uh, musical. Favorite musical, Hamilton. Ooh. Yeah. If you could pick a talent to be amazing at not singing, what would that be? Mm. Dancing. Hey. Hell yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go like this to <laughs> no, dissuade you. But yeah, no, I've Charlie, been... Charlie started tutting. I've always been like, yeah, jealous. But, you know. Uh, favorite restaurant in Riverside. In oh. Riverside. Oh, oh that's IE on the map. Let's go. IE. Okay, well, I'm going to have to do it in Myrtle Valley. Okay. So that's the OG uh, IE because Riverside now is considered a little bougie now oh, in yeah. a way. Well, to the IE oh. people. Oh. You know what I mean? They're like, you live in Riverside now? Whoa, sorry, man. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> you like, you know, a regular old town. Yeah. Um, there's this Chinese place uh, next to this cold zone that I used to work at called Canton Chinese food and they just pack the shit out of your Hell yeah. takeout so I think it's still there it's on Pigeon Pass sick uh, favorite non-musical creator favorite non-musical creator yeah. I'm gonna go with my boy uh, Guava Juice he does he is like musical his name is uh, Roy he used to be part of Wasabi Productions uh, he does like he goes slime baths he does all these crazy he does gaming stuff too right he does gaming yeah, stuff yeah. too Whoa. Uh, he's one of my good friends, but he's really just killing. And so it's not just his content, but it's his his work ethic and his hustle, um, and and the way he thinks, uh, and he just does him. And he he, I don't know. He's great. Check him out. Yeah, right. Guava Juice, Guava. I'll link to him in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, superpower. Pick a superpower. You have one. How many superpowers does Spider Man have? He has, is uh, that one? He has like seven, He's but they're super, all under the same strength. tree. Is yeah. it the same tree? Like if I, mean, I had said Spider-Man's power? <laughs> then you would have all of Spider-Man's <laughs> power. <laughs> That's cheating, huh? That's cheating. You got to pick one power. You have one supernatural <laughs> ability. One. <laughs> to become Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> to get that spider that bit Spider-Man and bite myself with it. Uh, this is, 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 is very cliche. Uh, teleporting? Ah, nice. That's, I that's dude. Like that's the best one. one. I that's think like that's that's, that's what, that would have been that's mine. That's what Megan yeah. said too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I would pick yeah. teleport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. said that too. Um, uh, what would be the uh, romantic ballad that you would sing at your wedding? Oh, um, either "A Thousand Years" by Christina Perry. Nice. Wow. Oh, I love that one. Or 
it, this one's kind of upbeat. It's still, you know, mellow. I Choose You by Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's Sick. a good song. Yeah. So good. Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie? Oh, Armageddon. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. <laughs> nah, dude, that's but, like, a great one. It's so good. Yeah. It's so long and like. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't want to close my eyes. And then Ben Affleck's name is AJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I always loved that. And his dad's, oh, well, stepdad's Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah. Harry. <laughs> Harry! Yeah. No, Harry! Yes. <laughs> he gives the patch. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. So I've good. never seen Armageddon. What? Oh my god. What? Charlie. It's on Netflix now. It just is not. Oh, there you go. Right, I'm gonna watch you it. You get on Netflix, bro. Um, <laughs> complete this sentence. They should never bring this back. They should never bring uh, Jenko jeans. <laughs> Somebody else said that too. No way. Yeah, someone Why did say that. Why is that the first that? thing Dude, that wow. came to my mind? So it's That's a common sad. thing. So, like, what is a fluke? Two is like common. <laughs> right. So true. Uh, what would you say your biggest accomplishment is? Biggest accomplishment? Uh, uh, connecting people. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I wouldn't mind if that was on my grave over being a pianist or a singer-songwriter. Or having your, like, YouTube subscriber number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or your yearbook quote. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't mind if it was, you know, a lot, even just friendships or whether it's collaborations or, like, when I'm at a party, I'm like, and, and like, at one of my, I just had a, a housewarming. Like, man, it's cool. All these people know each other yeah. through me wanting to just have good people around, I you know? I it. I yeah, it. That's, that's really cool. I dig it. Um, go back in time and give yourself this advice. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'd go to myself at the at the funeral, and wow. my dad's being buried. I'm sorry, this is heavy, and I'm laughing, wow. but I was ready to jump in. Wow, it was crazy. Wow. Don't jump in, AJ. Mm. <laughs> my little cousin, my little niece, she's like, it's okay, and we make fun of it now because. She's like, don't you don't 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 jump in or whatever, and we we make fun of her now because, um, we're like, you're being dramatic. I wasn't really trying to jump in. Yeah. But really, in reality, I actually was. Wow. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, yo, don't. And I I'm not saying it was maybe I was I wasn't trying to like kill myself, but it was like, yo, there's more, you know, like yeah. you, your your dad dying is not the end of the world mm. you know what i mean there's still people out here who who love you that you still have more to offer or that have more to offer you so i think that's what i would say wow yeah it's Damn. big it's yeah big nice. uh what is your worst fear worst fear uh i hate scary movies i do too so in the deeper thing to that is like yeah like forcing yourself to be in an uncomfortable situation where you feel where you get nightmares and stuff mm. yeah hate you hate them. them too i hate them remember the nuns uh the billboards hell no oh, yeah, that like thing was crazy 12 like 12 nuns on a billboard all zombie face dude just yeah walking towards you yeah <laughs> no and those ads played on youtube yeah i hate that and they always play at night you know? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's like i'm just i'm just trying to decompress <laughs> you're gonna show me 12 nuns walking through the tv that's messed i know up. That's i messed hate up. it so yeah, being alone, being in the dark alone. That's mm. where that stems mm. from, I think. Mm. Yeah. Got you. Um, less of, more of. What would you love to see people in this world do less of and then also more of? 
uh, more of, I guess, stemmed from what I was saying earlier of thinking about more than just themselves yeah. and the problems that they face mm-hmm. um, and doing less of uh, corny shit on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it Let's real. Let's have some integrity, Let's guys. Keep it real. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, on that note, man, um, what is your golden rule, man? What is your AJ's life mantra? Golden rule. Golden rule. Um, hmm. Recently, I think it's is 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 to get to know somebody. Um and get to to understand their way of communication whether that's like you know their love language or tr- finding out what that is mm-hmm. so because recently you know with all the things going on like politically and in the world and everyone has these things and facebook and it's easy yeah. to just write and stuff i've learned if you actually have an actual conversation with somebody and whether you're trying to tell them something that you're trying to confront them about or trying to find out why is you literally you know giving taking it's so easy to cancel people now yeah mm-hmm. like it's it's easy to cancel this person because of this and i've found myself doing that lately too um but if you are uh you know uh considerate of the way that a certain person communicates and you try to put yourselves in their shoes and you communicate it in that way, then the world would be a better place theoretically. Yeah. And, and, and you finding that peace with each other and you can have that, um, respect for each other, whether it ends on a good note or not. You know, I've had to have some hard conversations in the last like two weeks and that's something that I've learned. And I think, if we had more of that and I wish, you know, of course I wish that people would, would have done that with me maybe when they're trying to tell me some hard things and stuff. Um, so yeah, if, if everyone was a little more considerate about the way and not just knocking on somebody's head, like, yo, you need to understand what this is. It's so, it's frustrating. It is frustrating when someone doesn't understand your way of thinking, Yeah. you know, but if you had, if we have a little more patience and, a little more understanding that you know nurturing a friendship or whatever relationship you have is about the way you communicate yeah mm. so wow that was longer than no man just that's a great. little thing well that's you that communicating yeah. that <laughs> i'm trying home. to communicate yeah, yeah. No, i felt that yeah man that's really that, good that's real yeah that's yeah. Real. really good yo, yo thanks for the conversation yeah no thanks man, for conversate I, I, the <laughs> conversate is not a word is the lesson of the day <laughs> um converse guys converse conversate. uh but man aj dude, thanks for coming through man um I, I, again just yeah there was a section of our conversation that we didn't catch but like it's okay and, it's and, all meant and to be. it is because i and and you know we're kind of lightweight joking about it like maybe that was supposed to just be something that we just did in the moment but i think Man, just talking to you um, and, and like going back to the time when I first met you and I was like, yo, there's something really real about this dude that I feel like there's so many layers to this guy's life. And and um, and then now hearing about how you, um, you know, how you create from a place that it has to be honest and it has to be um, 
something that you believe in and then you stand by like you, you I keep the word that keeps ringing through my head is integrity mm. you know when when I when I hear you talk which I freaking love and appreciate um but dude man you you've gone through a lot of stuff and I I, I think I want to commend you on um on, on I guess your um one your vulnerability that's a really hard thing to do yeah. you know uh, as men especially within our you know, society and culture, it's not the most uh, glamorized thing or glorified thing to be somebody who's sensitive and somebody who admits uh, their wrongs to mm. insecurities to just being vulnerable and, and um, putting their, their, their quote unquote dirt out there. It's, it's a hard thing to do, man. And I, I freaking know that. And, um, but using that to, um, basically kind of more so empower yourself because the more the mm, the more yeah. you can kind of let go of things yeah. and forgive yourself yeah um that's your place where you're able to start giving back again because mm. you're at a you're kind of at a restart and you're refreshed um i think when we kind of hold on to that baggage um that baggage stays there it weighs you down yeah. and you can't give anything from that place and so seeing where you're at now and and this you know um kind of after that sort of hiatus to you're in this place where I get I feel it from you man you're ready to give and you're ready to give a real piece of you and your heart something that your fans the ones that have been following you from your day one to the recent fans like they're getting like the best of AJ you know what yeah. I'm saying and I yeah. think that's so good and you're doing such a service to the people who 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 love you for that yeah. you know what I mean and um, yeah, dude, this platform, you, you coming out here to the dojo and we're talking about community. We're talking about mutual support and, um, dude, you're living that man. And it's, it's really encouraging. We appreciate it. Yeah. This felt like the place to let it go. It yeah. Felt good. It yeah. It feels good. So to add on top it. of that, dude, like for, to me, you're like one of the OGs in this Asian American <laughs> entertainer yeah. artist, you know, and, and to hear your story from what you were doing before to like what you've been through now, you know, is, is really touching what Ben is saying, you know? Mm. And uh, yeah, I also, I also want to thank you too. Cause a lot of stuff you're saying was uh, touching me in a different level too. So cool, man. Like, I'm glad. It's like, yeah, well, I'm glad. Dude. Yeah. Right yeah today was all meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so what, what's up next, man? What can people kind of be on the lookout for and all that? Um, well, I don't know when this is being released, but I have a, uh, I just got cast at the theater that I had been music Whoa, directing let's at. Go. As a, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be Turk in musical Tarzan. What? <laughs> so for, That's a great yeah. part. Yeah, thanks. Where, where, so, where is this coming yeah, out? So um, I start rehearsals in January. I'm okay. going to Australia for the holidays, which is great. And my yeah. girlfriend's coming. Right yeah. when I get back, we start rehearsals. And then so it's going to run. It's only two weeks. It's uh, first two weeks of February, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, on Riverside, performance Riverside. So oh, I'm there. Yeah, there. dude, you guys got to. <laughs> I need to I'm see that, guys. Down. I'm gonna be like an ape dancing around and singing. Oh my gosh. Hey, that's it, right there. Wow. Yeah, that's so, yes. Um, I'm excited because you know when I did that show last year in Boston, not a lot of people got to see it. Like especially uh -huh. the people I wanted to come see. So, you know, I mean, hopefully this is the beginning, the beginning of many. Um, and I had been just so, I don't mean to get into it again, but I had just been so discouraged. I have been in um, Hamilton callbacks for the last two years. And I know y'all know how it feels, you know, auditions and like being there 
at the very end and not getting it, you know? Yeah. And maybe this is a sign like, yo, AJ, from God, you need to do Turk first. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I feel really good about yeah. this. So that's happening in February, man. And hopefully new music too. And um, yeah, and, and now I'm in LA. So many people are hitting me up since I just moved to LA. Yeah. That it's kind of overwhelming. Sometimes I just sit home. <laughs> like everybody's <laughs> not hitting me up. You know what I mean? Trying to chill out. Yeah. yeah so, uh, but now, <laughs> for real, uh, now I'm in LA. Everyone's been waiting for me to be here. So hopefully that opens up a lot more different opportunities yeah, as yeah. well yeah well welcome to la man welcome I'm happy to have you here, here. finally yeah. i was only this was only 20 minutes you know from <laughs> yeah. riverside it's gonna be yeah. it's about to be an hour if i came yeah. through from riverside For sure yeah <laughs> might yeah. not come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i might have just skyped in you know? <laughs> yeah, that would have worked too yeah. um where can people find your journey like you know plug all your social yeah media yeah yeah that. you know yeah. aj Raphael and everything um, I actually do have an NBA podcast with two of my friends as what? well. It's called wow. The Flop. Yeah, so check that out as Hell well. Yeah. That's just for fun. I will to that in the show. Notes. Yeah, check the show. It's for funny because sure. my friend who's a Warriors fan, and I hate, I'm your Bay Area, right? <laughs> no, I'm here. Oh, I'm LA. Oh, okay, you're LA. Yeah, I'm, I'm LA, dude. No, you were talking about Fresno. <laughs> that's Mid Cal. Yeah, that's, that's, you're yeah. Bay. Okay, I hate the Warriors. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes to you, Mike. I'm pointing at you. And then you got a Lakers fan, and then my. My best friend, RB, who I was talking about earlier, he's a Bulls fan. One of those, like, Filipino guys who swears well, on Michael Jordan. Guy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> MJ fan. is going to be the greatest ever. There's no comparison ever. He's that guy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all fun. So, AJ Lots Raphael. fun arguing, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm more of a Clippers fan now. Are you really? Yeah, I'm more of a Clippers fan. I've never been a Lakers fan. I was a Bulls fan before. I was around, like, some Chicago people. And I was sure. like, damn, Chicago sucks. Right, like, right. Hey, watch your mouth, man. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not from Chicago. Right, 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 so I was right, like, right. okay, I need, to, I need to move my allegiance over to the Clippers. Why uh, the dude, Clippers, dude. Dude. Little middle Clippers, ground there? Because the Clippers are the underdogs. They're, they're me. They're me and basketball personified. Ah. <laughs> and it's just about to come up. It's like the time is coming. You just it was good. Okay, we'll see about that. <laughs> but the Lakers, like, I also like watching the Lakers, though. The Lakers yeah, are yeah, fun they're to fun watch. to watch. They are fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, AJ, man, so much fun talking it up with you. I am very inspired is maybe not even quite the word, man. I'm, I'm really just... Uh, Touched. Touched. Yeah, I guess touched is it. I don't know, man. I'm I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. <laughs> I'm, I'm really uplifted is like what I would say because cool. I think it feels great to... Um, be able to relate so, so on so many personal levels with yeah. somebody who I, I respect your work and I think that that's amazing obviously in and of itself but like you as a person um, that's what I feel like people are going to need to know more of the, those types of things the real people behind the yeah. stuff that they see on YouTube yeah, Instagram, yeah there's whatever. so much more to anybody you know like even if you put it in the perspective of like even auditions right they're not going to see everything of you in those mm -hmm. two yeah, minutes nope. that you're there so you can't be discouraged even if they don't cast you or whatever after yeah. that or they don't see you after that it's like they didn't see the full thing of you so yeah. you can't it's ever more than meet the eyes right? yeah. more than meets the eyes there let's go transformers shout out transformers. shout out new bumblebee movie coming out we're sponsored <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by bumblebee hashtag ad surprise everybody surprise Dang. cool thank you guys for having me appreciate sure. being on the pod man Hell thank yeah. you mike foul take us home hey, dog. Before, before we take it home ben uh, i heard you have a little surprise 
Oh yeah, we do have a surprise. Nice. AJ, we wanted to give you it's oh, Christmas time. It's Christmas time. You know, wanna hook you up with uh, you know, our signature bomber jacket, you know, kinesthetic. Yo, and thank you guys. You're absolutely welcome, my friend. People for some reason really like our jackets, maybe because they're awesome. So we wanted to hook you up with one of these guys. Are these on sale right now? They are uh, on sale. The, yeah, they are. They've they been are. on sale, Charlie. <laughs> I don't know why I answered. I don't know. I, I had to. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. there it is. I've been wanting some Kinja's gear, actually. Too. There so, it is, mm, man. Look at that. That's dope. Mm. So Merry Christmas to you, my friend. You look Thank like you. Christmas now. Yeah. The green I just M&M. also want to get this off my chest. I didn't vote for you guys in the last ABDC. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, and no, take be- the jacket back. To I, was, I was very <laughs> vocal about not trying to. I was. I voted for Quest. It was just like because they had done my very first benefit concert that helped put me on the map as like a concert producer. Yeah. So I've had some loyalty. Yeah. And they're my good friends too. You know what I mean? So, but I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I. <laughs> I just this feel like really funny, this dude. is, I just have held that, you know, um, because also when I took a picture with like Anthony at Merch Labs and stuff and some of the guys were there too. You might have been there too. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah I remember. We took a picture. Yeah. Someone called out on the comments. You didn't even vote for them, AJ. <laughs> I was just like, I like deleted that one. <laughs> like, that would never happen. <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out there. Hey, man. I support the well, we got cooler. We got we cooler bombers you. though, right? It's okay, man. And again, I would expect nothing less of you. You're an honest man. Yeah. Your integrity <laughs> speaks for itself, man. And But... That also shows your loyalty. I pre- I, I hey, appreciate hey, loyal man. people, man. You, hey, man. You, your day ones, you got to treat your yeah, day yeah. ones with that that yeah, extra yeah. love. So <laughs> no hate. We got tons of love for Quest, man. We oh, got yeah, we had Dietrich up in here. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're gonna have all the other we homies. Quest. Yeah, yeah. Quest for the homies, man. Congrats, Quest. Even though you took it, you know, from us, it's okay. <laughs> you know, we're here though. This is what we really wanted. Was a studio. So we're here. We all <laughs> yeah, yeah, the studio. Yeah, it's right here. The legacy. We'll live on. This TV is funny. Yeah. This yeah. is the longest sign off ever, you guys. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Talking about right. Filipino, <laughs> Filipino goodbye in the parking lot. Okay, <laughs> <out of> car. <laughs> do, you, do you want food? <laughs> Come back inside. <laughs> Come back inside. We'll give you more food. Uh, all the show notes will be on the description below. Uh, don't forget to check out kinjas.com slash podcast with a K and all the socials, kinjas podcast with a K uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everything. Even all the links the stuff. It. Yeah, all of them. All Make of them. sure all you fat own all this knowledge <laughs> that was given today. Nice, dude. You like that? Look at that, yeah. Charlie. Are you, like Are you Filipino? Filipino? Yeah. I am Filipino. I'm a Laker fan. I sing. I have my own YouTube channel. My mom's a nurse. My sister is a dancer. Is your mom really nurse? <laughs> no, nah, she's she does nails. Pretty Vietnamese. Pretty Vietnamese. I'm very Vietnamese. Yeah, you're Vietnamese. I'm I'm very. My middle name is Viet. There it is. All right, well, (laughs) what a sign off. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Peace.